0: This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Have you been struggling lately? Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, difficulty with the relationship, or just suffering from self-doubt. Now y'all know there's no shame in my game and life has been life in lately. Trying to manage the priorities of being a wife, mom, friend, and full-time entrepreneur, it can get overwhelming. If this sounds like you, then BetterHelp wants to help you today. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There are over 20,000 therapists in BetterHelp's network, which gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. How cool is that? Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime and no additional charge. Join the two million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced therapist from BetterHelp. There's a special offer to the Slang Self Dog podcast listeners. You get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash slang. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Hey Slayers, welcome back to another episode of Slaying self Podcast. It's your girl, Coach Felicia. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners. Y'all know, okay, how y'all found me. Um, I want to thank those of you all who are just joining us this week. Um, those of you all who started following me on social media, um, however you find me. Thank you so much for joining and getting on this journey. I am so grateful that you are here. If you have not subscribed to the newsletter, please make sure that you go do that now. Um, you go straight to the website, get that done. And really what that does is that it allows you to get like insider information immediately right like whenever there's events happening or things going on plus every Sunday I send you three ways to slay your week through a scripture song and a sermon um and so you want to be able to get that no one else gets that but you also make sure that you are subscribed so you can stay tuned for all the things that are happening um you guys I hope that you were on the um Instagram live that myself and Tiffany Burns did this past Thursday. It was amazing. Um, we had so much fun. We laughed it up, and because we were supposed to be talking about it, you know, a couple of months ago, we we like, oh man, we was just like, oh, let's, you know, we had to hold some of the stuff in because we got, you know, three more, three more times to meet and three more, you know, conversations to have. And so, um, if you have not seen that, um, the link is in the show notes for you to go to the Instagram page, and I will link it directly to that video. Um, We were supposed to be on for like an hour, but it was a little bit over an hour, but it was really good. Like it was a really good conversation. And when I say we was putting our big girl panties on, we was because we were getting into some real conversations. Um, And just like this last week with the podcast, like I'm telling you my business and, you know, I feel like that when we're doing this, this is the only way that we learn how to do better, right? We talk about, being better all the time but it's in the doing and this is a part of me doing it's saying like okay let me tell my story tell you what I was at what's going on with me um and this is how we're able to grow right because again you know that you're not by yourself when someone else shares their story so I'm gonna just keep talking until somebody be like girl I, I I'm, I'm with you I feel you like you you me and you was on the same wavelength um you know, I appreciate you all every week tuning in, listening. Y'all are moving them numbers right on that. They they moving right on that. We're getting closer to that 50,000 di- uh, 50, 50, downloads, okay? That's what we're trying to hit before the end of the year. And so um, I just want to know, like, if this, if you feel like you've been impacted by the podcast and you feel like that, hey, these are some ways that I want to be able to help Felicia, I just don't know how you can buy me a coffee. It is an online platform where basically um, for a $5 coffee, you can donate towards slaying self-doubt in the movement that we're trying to do. And it's as easy as just going on the website, you know, buying me some coffees and, you know, just helping me grow this platform and get to a place where I'm able to create new content, reach more people um, and just uh, continue to do what it is that God called me to do. So um, if that is something that you are interested in, click the link in the show notes. And so we're going to uh, hop right in to today's conversation. So today we are talking about spending money and um, I know, I know, uh, there's no easy way to have this conversation, right? It really isn't. Uh, last week, I talked about knowing your money story, right? And I told y'all, I, I just told money was supposed to come from anywhere. So, you know, when I talk about spending, you know, you hear all the time people talking about you know, spending, savers, all those different things, Um you know, so when we get into it, you, you'll you'll probably figure out which one which one I am. Am I a spender or am, am I a saver? Right. Um. But for those of you all, if if this is your first episode, um, I need you to go back a week and you need to listen to episode two two twelve two hundred and twelve because we're doing a series talking about slang our finances and we're talking about earning, spending, saving, and giving money. And today we're talking about spending money. So go back and listen about earning. Today we we'll talk about spending. Next week's saving, and then a week after that, giving money. Um, So when we start talking about these things, one of the things, especially like there's certain conversations that when God puts it on my heart that like we need to have a conversation about he be like okay but I need you to be able to back that up with some scripture because specifically in our culture in the black community we don't talk about money like it's just not something that we do um we don't want people all in our business it don't have nothing to do with them as long as I can you know pay as long as I don't have to ask for nothing I'm good even if I'm not good and we have to get out of that mindset because sometimes we don't necessarily need to ask for help but sometimes it's God guidance to be able to do things differently and to be able to um, make better decisions. Right. And so when we're talking about talk about spending, it's about being um, overall kind of being like a good steward, AKA financially responsible. And if your upbringing and this is what I said last week about knowing your money story, if you don't know your money story, you don't know where you fall in. You don't know how, you grow up how you saw how money was the relationship that other people had with money. You don't know how that affects you until you're in a situation where you're saying like, how did I get here? Right? Like I shared last week. And so when we talk about spending money, it's really, it, it, you know, that is important because again, whatever, it is that we're trying to do, we're trying to build the kingdom. You need money. You need to be able to spend it, you know, as honestly as possible, you need to be able to spend it in the best way as possible. Um, and you need to be mindful of what it, where that money is going, right? Like you have to be mindful of where it's going so that, you know, like we talked about last week, like you have to know what you're doing and what you're not doing. Right. And so, um, there is a, um, scripture i'm not going to read it because it's like 15 verses but it's uh matthew 25 14 through 30 and i'm sure we've all heard it's the parable of the talents um and it's basically this story where this wealthy man gives three men the same amount of money and he tells them you know take my money well, I'm gonna come back for it basically I'm gonna see what you're gonna do with it the first guy doubles his money so he um if I go and google this y'all I just want y'all to know blame it on my head and not my heart but the first guy doubles the money and you know he basically tells Sam, cool like yeah all right you get to keep this amount the second guy um makes the same amount so I think they got if he got like five thousand he the first guy gave him back 10 right and then the next guy gets 5,000 and he gives him uh it's like okay you you know he made seven or something so it gives him like the difference or whatever have you and so then um the third guy does nothing he just puts his money in the ground and was like you know I know that you you don't want nobody fooling with your money or whatever have you so I ain't do nothing with it I just let it sit like I, I hit it right so like, couldn't no, didn't nobody even knew I had it or whatever and so basically you know the rich man is like so you didn't do anything you didn't even put it in the bank for it to accrue any interest you're a fool and he just basically casted him out and was like let him be ate up Basically. Um and so that story in itself about the talents is like, what are you doing with it? Like we all when we're in situations and we're talking about earning, right? Well, once you get your money, what are you going to do with it? Right. Some people are uh, that's where we talk about spenders, savers. Um, and I guess I would add investors into that too, right? You know, because some people get earn money and then they'd be like, okay. They know exactly what they're going to do with it, and so I'm just tell y'all in the beginning like I, it's going to be going back and forth talking about stuff because I I can feel it in my brain. I'm trying to keep it together, but I'm like, no, okay. So when you get your money, a lot of times we immediately go to paying our bills. We immediately go to buy. Go, you know getting groceries doing what we need to do maybe saying okay we get paid on Friday what we doing for the weekend right like let's 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 have some fun then when as we're doing that like we get into this habit of doing the same thing over and over again we don't know where our money is going and on Thursday when we had this conversation with uh, Tiffany she is big on budgeting right and you know I'm being very honest like but it scared me, right? One, because I think it's just you having, it'd be a lot, like a lot of numbers, right? And then it feels like, because it's not accurate but it feels like you don't have enough right and so when you're doing it you like I can't I don't even know how I'm doing this how am I paying my be-? like so it's almost like this thing like if I don't look at it right and if I then it'll figure itself out which is kind of what the third guy did like if I don't look at it then it's just gonna be here or whatever have you but really that's not that's not, not helpful because you're not doing anything really you're just spending it and that clearly in that situation he didn't spend it but like we're just spending it and then we're wondering dang how did I not pay this bill dang how did this thing sneak up on me oh man I forgot that this was due right these are the conversations like dang how much do I have for gas I, I need to be able to make it this is how we find ourselves in these cycles where we're living paycheck to paycheck right you have just enough to be able to get you to where you are and you don't have any extra I know that I've had plenty of times where I've been like I got like $12.48 in my name like please don't let nothing crazy happen that before my paycheck comes before I get paid because if it do I'm gonna be short right and a lot you know even to this day I still don't like when people talk about budgeting and like I said we had this conversation it isn't something that is like oh yeah, like some people like budgeting some people need paper and pen some people can do it in their head like my husband is that type of person like he'd be like I, I already know what we need to spend I don't need it written down it's in my head and you know sometimes you know for me I'm like okay cool like that's fine. So I kind of let well, I you know, kind of I let him handle that, right? And so, but I know for myself what works the best for me. I probably do need it written down. I probably really need to know what it is that we're doing. But there's times where I feel like I feel more comfortable trusting that he got us and he'll just tell me like, girl, don't touch, don't go to the store today. Don't do this. Don't do that. Right. But is that really me being responsible? Right. Is it me being financially responsible and being an adult in this adult relationship in this marriage by acting like, okay, you got it. Right. And so, you know, we, you know, we joke around a lot and, you know, people, uh, say, you know, when we talk, going back to talking about spenders versus savers, like what's better or what's worse. And so I um, looked it up on the Googles and Nova Money says, there's a difference between you. spenders usually focus on the benefits of their purchase rather than the money they have spent. On the other hand, savers tend to focus on the fact that they're losing money and can downplay or lose sight of the advantages of their purchases. So it could go both ways. You could be so focused on that money is coming out of your account that you are not, present in the experience that you're having and on the flip side as a spender you could be so focused on the experience that you're not realizing that if I take this money out of here I don't have I can't buy groceries I can't pay my car note, I can't pay rent I can't I'm not going to be able to do something if I sacrifice so all of it is a it's a tough balance but this even having this conversation lets me know this is why it's so important for you to have a budget and you know we know budgets are you tell your money where to go right this is when you talk about planning and making sure that you know what it is that you want to be able to do right and so when we're having this conversation about spending you got to be honest with yourself like it, although this is an uncomfortable conversation, because, you know, part of me is kind of like, well, Lord, why am I talking about something that I struggle with? This is my life. This is what I do, right? Why am I talking about something that I can't even do for myself? But I should do it. I should at least try like this, this, this goes beyond all like beyond just money. It's like all the things that we know. Again, I say, well, you know, better. you do better. Right. And so it's in the doing. What is it going to hurt me by budgeting? Oh, if if I budget, it may hurt me by saying, dang, I can't go and get Starbucks every day. Right. Oh man, like if I really budget my money, I'm not gonna be able to go on this girls' trip in a couple of months. Right. Oh man, if I'm budgeting my money, I can't just spend, you know, an extra five hundred dollars on shoes and clothes. Oh man, if I'm budgeting my money, I can't eat out every day at lunch. Dang. If I'm budgeting my money, you know, I can't just tell everybody here, yeah, you, you, you can. I'll I'll take you there. Like you you can ride. You know I'll give you a ride and don't ask for no gas money. It makes you have to be responsible because when you're able to look at stuff in black and white, and if you're what they call your debt to income ratio, or if you don't have enough money, like my husband always tell my kids, one plus one will always equal to if you know how to do math you will be able, you you can manage your money. And I always be like, it ain't that simple. And he's like, it is that simple. If you make $1,000 a month, you can't have $1,500 worth of bills. It don't add up. Like you're, you're always going to be in the real. But the problem is we get caught into all of these like, like I said, with the, you know, the discover card and the gene machine that I was telling y'all about last week. As soon as you turn eighteen, these buyers will be sending you credit cards. As soon as your your credit score go up ten points, they sending you credit cards. It's all to get you to be to borrow more money than you have right and that is the the disillusion sometimes that we have when we don't know what is happening with our money when we don't know where it's going when we don't know what we're doing um when we just we we just figuring it out we saying oh we got enough we okay you know um when we were making the decision to uh come home and my husband was like okay you know we need to make sure that we have these things that probably would have been a prime opportunity for us to make a budget. We didn't, you know, again, it wasn't really a budget. It was kind of like, all right, we we're just going to take your check and put it here and see if we can do it. it like we kind of tested it out. But when we really thought about it after the fact, like once I came home and we had, was having this kind of conversation, it was like we probably could have saved more money. You know, like we probably could have done something, and it takes discipline. It takes discipline. It takes being honest with yourself. Like I said before, y'all probably already know about me talking right now. Between a spender and a saver, I'm a spender. Like I will spend, um, but I don't have like a. You know, some people got like shoes, bags. Um, I, I'm more of a like stuff, and when I say stuff, not like hoarder stuff. But like, if I want to make a certain type of meal, I'm going to go buy all the dishes, all the ingredients for this one meal for this one day, right? I'm, at the grocery store. It'll wrap me up. We all know Target will wrap you up. You know, um, I'm into like kitchen gadgets. Like I have, oh, you? No, I don't. Just got this type of knife. I got a a cleaver. Like, <laughs> why do you need a need a need a cleaver? You are not a butcher but I got a cleaver though. You know what I'm saying? But it's little stuff like that. Like I am like, Oh, you know, this, I can use this for this. I got little things that I like that I'm like, Oh, okay. So there isn't, it isn't a thing where I'm like, I got like a hundred pairs of shoes or anything like that. But if I want something, I'll be like, okay, cool. The other thing is, is that we like to eat and we like to eat at nice places. And so when we go, like we go and we eat and we drink, and we walk away, it'd be the two of us, and we just spent $200 at a random restaurant, right, and it's one of those things where it's like, there are people who want quantity over quality, right, there's people who want uh, experience over things, and I, you know, as time has gone on once I've gotten so as I've gotten older you know it has shifted a little bit and I think that that's a big thing like as you get older it should shift you should not still like if I was I'm being 100% honest if I still had the same mindset I did at 18 at 41 I would not be married not to this man anyway because there's literally no way he would have been like sis I don't know what your problem is but you are financially immature right and I can't do it he just wasn't he wouldn't He wouldn't take the chance on me, but other the other parts of that is is that I don't want to be financially immature. I don't want to not be able to manage my money. I don't want to be in a situation. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I was before, where I'm like, where is this? Like, who's going to help me? How am I going to take care of my family? I don't ever want to be there again. And so that at least motivated me to do some things for myself, right? Like I told y'all last week, like I went through. I started taking care of my credit report you know I started listening to podcasts Specific, well, it wasn't even a podcast it was this radio show um but Dave Ramsey I've said that before like I listened to him every day at work I just had it in my ear and I would just listen to these people and what they were doing and I was just like okay it's possible like I can and then you know I started reading different books I'm rereading this book called um Oh, man, I'm looking around for it. It's upstairs. Oh, no, no, no. It's right here. Um, It's called You're a Badass at Making Money, you know, because here's the thing. My money mindset and how I was thinking about it and how I shied away from certain things and how I operated in my personal finances started to it's starting to affect my my business finances. And people always say you hear people say that your house is a, uh like your home is a representation of your brain. Like if it's cluttered, your stuff is all over the place, right? And you also hear the same thing that if however you handle your personal finances, it's how you handle your business finances because you're the same person. You're not different. You're just doing a different thing. And so some of my insecurities and stuff and the things that I was worried about came into my business. Like, you know, we talked about, you know, your value and your worth when we're talking about earning money. And wondering where this thing, where this money was going to come from, and how it was going going to going to be here. And so when we talk about having, you know, your own business and being an entrepreneur, you have the same fears because it's coming from nothing. Like you're really trying to figure out on your own how am I going to do this, and how am I going to get to a place where I'm actually providing for my family. And so then I started reading different books, and this one I love this. Um, you're a badass at making money. Master the mindset of wealth with by Jen Sincero. She keeps it a hundred right. I'm talking about, like, for me, that's what I need. I need somebody to be like, smack me around or call me Susan, right? Like, girl, do this, get it together. You need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And so these are things that you have to, like, you have to build yourself up. So this is a part of this mindset shift that needs to happen you literally have to convince you. You have to talk yourself into it. And so, you know, last week I had um, said, "I'm I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna write a budget." And I kept put every time I thought about it, I kept putting it off. I kept putting it off, and I'd be like, "I don't really need it. We good. We've been doing fine." But my worry in like taking control, not control, but ownership—that's the word. It's not control. You're taking ownership over what God has given you, and saying, "If I." want to be financially responsible I have to know what I'm doing like it's just like having a job if you go to your job and be like I don't know what I'm doing I don't really care I'm just showing up you think they you think you're gonna keep your job you think you're going to keep going to the same place if you're not following the rules, if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, if you're not paying attention, if you're not actually doing the job description, do you think that you're going to continue to have a job? You may get by for a little bit, but when when the rubber meets the road, they're going to be like, so you don't know how to do what? Like, you don't know how to do the simple stuff. Why, why are you here? Why am I paying you, right? And so when we talk about, spending our money and where it needs to go and what we need to do like you have to know what you're spending your money on when we everything uh, everything that we talk about on here is about purpose and about what God wants for us and you walking into your God given purpose money is a part of that but I am very clear. I know it even though, okay, this is a confession for me, even though I'm not following it at a hundred percent, but he has to be able to trust you. If, 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 if God can't trust you with $10,000, why you think he going to trust you with a million? If he can't trust you with a thousand, why you think he going to trust you with 10? Like we have to be really clear about ourselves. It's, it. it If he's our father, we are his children. If that's what you believe and we are believers and that's what we believe, it's the same thing with our kids. If you know your child is acting up and you know my son wanted contacts, both of them want. They've been wearing glasses since elementary school and he said he wanted contacts. And I said, well, first of all, got to wait till you're a little bit older, okay? Because the biggest part about having contacts is hygiene. And I need to see that you were responsible about your hygiene because if you stick your finger in your eye and it's dirty, and you take rip them contact, you know the amount of infections, the things that can happen that could be avoided if you just slow down a little bit and you knew you had to know what you were doing. I am not going to give you such a huge responsibility that could that could hurt you if I give it to you too soon because you're not ready. And I'm your parent. So I know you're not ready. So until I can trust it, even if it's just for a little bit, until I know you, but you have to show me, it ain't going to be by, I'm going to give you these contacts and then you see, it's going to be by the other stuff I see you do. It's going to be about whether or not I see that, I don't have to tell you 85 times in the night to Get in the shower. It's about you cleaning your room. It's about you cleaning up behind yourself. It's a lot about me saying that you are maturing enough that you will be responsible for yourself because these are yours. I can't put your contacts in for you. I can't take your contacts out. I can't see with them. On, I can't see. If you have them, I don't have nothing to do with this. This is all about you and what's being given to you. Are you going to be responsible enough for it? If I don't think you can handle it, I'm not going to put that in your hands. I'm not going to put something in your hands that is going to possibly injure you. That's the same way God is looking at us when it comes to this money. We out here begging, not going to say begging, but praying begging um, uh, but we out here praying Lord please send me this do this I need oh, I need the monies. you know just drop 500k in my like let me just find it like we say all these different things we want to be prosperous we want provision we want all of those things and he's saying to us what have I already given you And what are you doing with you what, what I already gave you? How are you spending what I already gave you? How are you spending that money I gave you at that job that you that you hate? How are you spending that money at that in this business that I gave you? How are you spending the 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 the, the, the money? How are you managing it? How are you respecting it? How are you making sure that you are still building my kingdom, even if you don't have hundreds of thousands of dollars? What are you doing with what you already have? Most of us would be like, I mean, I pay my tithes. You pay your tithes and then what? You just spending it on whatever? You making decisions as you go or go along. Are you just trying to figure it out every single day? And he like legit what we are trying to do. I said last week. the You deserve the life that you want. We all do. We deserve the life that we want and the life that we desire. But money is a part of that. And you cannot have it if you are not responsible with it. If you cannot look at, if you can't make the adult decisions to say, I need to do better, right? And like I say, it's going to challenge a lot of us, right? When you have to stop doing something that everybody else is used to, when you have to be different, it makes you feel like, oh my gosh, like... I could just I could try to fit it in. You not. Because if you could, you would right? this. I'm talking to me at, at this present moment. Right. Because this is, again, having this honest conversation about it. Like if you were if you were really disciplined about what it is that you're trying to do, you would already be doing it. My husband and I handle money very, very differently. He is disciplined in what he is because he's created a habit that I do not have, which is the reason why a lot of times we have the same conversation because there's some insecurity on my part just from previous stuff. And then there's some, there's some doubt on my part. There's some fear about, oh gosh, what will happen if I really sat down and I saw what does it, would that, would that mean something different for me? And then my question would be after that is that, are you being selfish by not looking? Is it easier for you to close your eyes and look away and be like, it'll figure itself out. It has been this far. That's what we do. We put our head in the sand and we then, but then when an emergency happens, we don't know. We don't know. How do we get here? We got here because you was out here wilding. Like that's, that's what that's what, that's how we got here. And I'm talking from experience. I say last week, my car got repressed three different times through through the five years that I had it. Why? Because I was out here wilding. Because I was out here saying that YOLO, right? Like, oh, I, I know I owe this car no money, but I'd rather go to the club with my friends. Oh, I know I owe this car no, but I'd rather go on this trip. Or oh, I'd rather go to this restaurant. Oh, I'd rather pretend like... I'm financially savvy or I'm financially responsible around other people that I think are financially responsible because they can keep going. They can keep doing stuff. They're hanging out. Oh, they got, you know, this type of car. They got this, they got their own place. They got this, that, and that. So they must be okay. I need to make sure that I look the part. I was out here faking. Like, let's just be honest. And when you're younger, that's what you do. You're just trying to keep up. But then when you start to get older and you got kids and you're married or you're in a relationship. You That stuff has to change. You can't continue to have the same habits. You at some point in time have to have an honest conversation with yourself to be able to say, what do I need to do differently? And so us having this conversation is to provoke you to do something different for yourself, for your legacy. Like I told you all lots of times I'm talking to myself. In real life, like I'm literally talking to myself and you guys get to hear what it is that I'm saying, but I want for us to do better. We are change makers. We are the generation of generational curse breakers. In order for us to do that, we have to slay ourselves out. We have to pick up our swords and get to moving, get to slaying, like just knock that stuff out so that, and do you think about how much freer you are? When I think about the amount of debt that I had prior to not having any, right? bro that joint had me in a chokehold for a long time. Just because I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't I didn't want to deal like literally I I met my husband at twenty eight, twenty-seven, something like that. Twenty-eight? Twenty-seven? I think twenty-seven. Um, and I got my first credit card at 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 18. So 10 years of debt that had accumulated then the whole situation that happened with my son father by the time like I don't think I officially got out of debt for real I like literally had nothing else on my credit report until like where it might have been like after my youngest son was born. So maybe like 2012, 20, 2010, somewhere between 2010 and 2012. I know I was straight by the time we got married. We got married in 2014, okay? So we got married in 2014. So you think about that from 1998 to 2014, that thing had me in a chokehold and I, I I, piecemealed it. I slow walked it. I got it done. And I like the freedom that I feel right now with not having, like I didn't have a credit card like once I made the decision, like okay, we're, I'm just gonna k- get rid of my debt and that's it. That's all I focused on. I have a credit card right now just because I, you know, after a while, then you're not. It's so backwards, right? You pay all your bills or your debt off, and then they'd be like, oh, because you haven't had anything, in no credit card, you don't have no credit, so my credit score is still low. So I, I got one just to build it up, and now it's good, and now I'm straight, right? Like. I I'm, I I am okay in that arena but there's other things that I need to tackle and a lot of times we just need to have the conversation so that we can tackle it. I ain't I'm not even about to beat y'all up with this, okay? But I just want you to know that you're not by yourself, okay? And there's people around like Tiffany Burns who is a money and mindset a, a mindset and money coach, it's a personal mindset coach. Um, money coach that will help you help you be able to get to where it is you're trying to get to financially like we just have to be willing to let people in that business even though you know everything we do says not to and you know our society and culture and all the other stuff so um, as always thank y'all for rocking with me please make sure you join Tiffany and I on this Thursday October 13th on my Instagram page make sure your notifications are on um, as we have this conversation about spending money Uh, if you enjoy this podcast and you find it valuable please consider making a donation by buying me a coffee your your support will help me create new content and reach more people y'all always know Jesus and therapy. Take charge of your mental health and get 10% off your first month of therapy at betterhelp.com slash slang. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash slang, S-L-A-Y-I-N-G. Um, We got journals and and Amazon. Go ahead and grab those. Make sure you are subscribed to the newsletter. Y'all share this episode with at least 10 people. We are trying to hit 50,000 by the end of this year. 50,000 downloads. Y'all gotta help y'all girl out. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at SlayingSelfDoubt. Until next week, see ya.